Incredibly exciting. It's really about as a developer, that's an amazing feeling to have. Hello, everyone. Good morning. Good evening. Good night. To use Alex's phrases, wherever <laughs> you are in the world. Hello, and welcome to the latest by latest PS Five podcast, episode eighty one. Uh, I am Asim. I've got Sunny here with me today. Sunny, how's it going? I'm very happy. Um, United won today, so I'm <laughs> finally, happy. finally, and the listeners know I'm, it's Manchester United all the way, and we won today. So I'm happy. I'm happy. Good, good, good. Mm. Alex, are you super hot today or this evening? I'm always super hot. <laughs> super hot, super sexy, super ready. Love it, love it. Super okay. shit at Tekken. <laughs> you wish. There's always that. that like, I'll give you guys some background. We have a WhatsApp chat. These guys are always bantering about Tekken, and I'm just like, I'll just stay out of it. I'll just stay out of it. The funny thing is, the one time where the least amount of time where we banter is when we're actually face-to-face. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's the it's, it's the distance step. it's the but, uh, distance yeah, banter. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, just imagine what we're like, and listeners, just imagine what we're like when we're actually fighting each other in the game, and when sitting next to each other, <laughs> we're just talking and talking and talking. Loads of JD. It's around, like it's, it's honestly, just, yeah, it's, it's like Prime up. Eddie Murphy versus Prime Kevin Hart. That's what it's like. You know what I mean? <laughs> talk, 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 talk. I'm Eddie, of course. Oh, who's I'm Eddie, who? I'm Eddie <laughs> yeah, yeah. of course. I'm Eddie. Eddie. <laughs> <laughs> nice, 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 nice. Well, we've got a bumper oh. podcast today. We got some big. Big news to talk about a bit later, but oh, I yeah. just walked off. He's like, yes, I'm done. He's, he's I'm that, that he's that he's that He's that thingy. Uh, he's like fed up from that news story. But yeah, yeah, he, he got called away. As you can tell, by his background, we have the unofficial sponsor today. Nice, nice, nice. They're flowing. As you can tell, by Alex's background, with there's some big news later. But we we'll always start Boom. off with uh, what we have been playing. Uh, Alex, what have you been playing, <laughs> sir? Uh, same as always, a bit of Horizon, you know, getting warmed up for Horizon Forbidden West. Uh, managed to face off against three Frost Claws, uh, and that was mad, you know, in the, uh, the Frozen Wild section of the game. So it's a lot of fun. It's pretty good. I just hope that the one, my one request for the next game is that they just work on the story a bit. The pacing's a bit off, but um, everything else is nice, man. Great gameplay, the combinations with the um, the melee attacks and the different weapons that you can just, like, you know, combine together. Yeah. Really good. Yeah. Nice, nice. How about yourself? I have been playing the original Horizon Zero Dawn as well, just because I'm I'm getting ready for Forbidden West. I just wanted to go back and get into the feel of it. So I just played the mm. opening like uh, hour or so. And I also wanted to try out the 60 FPS update. It's, obviously, it's not a PS fully, fully PS5 uh, fledged title, but with the PS4 mm. game, you can still get 60 FPS. And it's a bit of a game changer, actually, with like playing at 60 FPS. Um, and yeah, faster loading times as well mm. are a big, big help. Because I remember on the PS4, the loading times were quite long. It was like you were on a Boeing 747 yeah, while it was, it was like, loaded. While the PS4 was loaded. Like, <laughs> yeah, so no, I just played that uh, played that again uh, for the first, like I said, a couple of hours. And the game looks stunning still. Like This could still pass for like a PS5 title, really. Uh, yeah. I mean, a few, te- few odd textures here and there. I think there was a few, there's a few odd things with the, 60 fps update like obviously they haven't fully figured out like the timing uh so it's like some of the cutscenes, like you'll just see like the characters move just like slightly before uh and the glitches yeah 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 a bit glitchy like, like with the 60 fps <laughs> but, but i think they fixed that on pc but they haven't fixed it for console yet but mm-hmm. they're probably focused on you know fit and west at the moment so that's that's absolutely fine yeah, and apart from that uh just playing yeah just grinding through tales of arise still um oh yeah i'm still playing that still really enjoying it uh you know if i couldn't say enough if you're into if you like Mm -hmm. jrpgs and you like fast-paced combat get or try out tales of arise the demo on the store i'll be shouting about to everyone just just try it out just try it out but uh, yeah no apart from that nothing else but sunny you you can round us off with uh, your your e-football stories i guess Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Well, um, 
seeing as it's my section and no one else can talk when the other person's <laughs> talking, you know, Alex mentioned story, at least Horizon had a story and like their other open world game that launched a couple of weeks later after that. But anyway, with that being said, um, I've been playing Returnal. Breath of the Wild is amazing. Yeah, I've been, playing, I've been um, <laughs> save spanning Returnal, uh, but I went through the jinx of forgetting, thinking I had done it and I got oh, really no. far uh, and then I died. Oh, and then I was like, oh, I'll do that. Really? And then when I redid the save and everything, I was like, you know, when you just sit there quietly for about 30 seconds, you know what's happened. It, the anger's building and you're still trying to think. Darkness, my old friend. <laughs> is, is, is there a way that I've actually have? And then I realized I just turned it off, like effing this game. But yeah, Returnal is amazing, man. Like, it's so good. The combat in that game. I know people have heard us talk about it, but you can't never, ever say yeah, anything absolutely. bad about its combat. And then, yeah, uh, online, eFootball. Uh, season update 2021 and Tekken 7. So just been playing online. I just think I'm not ready. To, like Returnal doesn't feel like a game that you deeply get into the story. So I'm just kind of like waiting now. I'm in that waiting pause until Horizon. So I'm just playing pick up and play matches and games yeah. waiting for Horizon. You know nice. what? I think that's what that's one thing that Returnal needs besides obviously having the save point feature, you know, the basic fundamentalities of most modern games. But if they made um, Returnal into a multiplayer, that would be sick. That would be sick. You know, the, the side strikes and the weapons and that, that would be good. And it's little third yeah. person. That would be cool, actually, yeah. Maybe, maybe that's the next, uh, next thing we're going to do. Maybe. We'll, we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> cool. But we'll get on to the news because, I mean... If you're into gaming and not into gaming, you would have seen this everywhere. It was on the in the UK here. It was also on BBC News as well last night. It was it was everywhere. Activision have you Activision Blizzard King to say their full name have been purchased by Microsoft. So, I mean, just let I that mean... sink in, listeners. <laughs> just let that sink in. That's why Aston's not reading. He's letting you sink in. It's like it's hard. This happened I mean, yesterday. We've spoken about it loads, and still now Asim is like, "What the fuck? I'm saying this <laughs> sentence." It's still sinking in to me because, like, uh, I mean, let's start off like where we were when we heard the news. I'll tell you where I was. I was at my computer working, and I was just scrolling through my Twitter feed as I do, like you know, you know, when you got a couple of minutes from work. It's about around two o'clock on Tuesday afternoon. Going through my feed, and I was, I saw like the. The eventual image they had with you know with, with the xbox and plus activision blah 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 i thought ah it's a fake image because you see the, all these fake images on like social media etc and i was like nah scroll past it then i scrolled kept scrolling and i saw more more and more come up i was like oh what the hell and then i saw x like i saw people from xbox tweeting about it so phil spencer's tweet and i was like what the hell has just happened Mad. literally what the hell has just happened like flying um, past the window, right? Yeah, crazy. <laughs> where were you, Sonny? Um, where was I? Where were, no, I was um, I was at home, and I was watching an episode of Swagger on Apple TV. You know, cheap pun there. Great program. <laughs> Watch it. Mm-hmm. Um, again, it's called Swagger. And my, I, I opened the WhatsApp just to look in the uh, obviously latest PS5. And Alex put a weak story up about a patent controlling <laughs> controller stick or something. And then out of nowhere, Asim just replied, "No, here you go." And then you posted it, and I was, just, and I just looked at it, and I was just like, "I'll be honest with you." I looked at it, and I just thought, "I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised." You know, me and Alex before you came, Asim, we spoke about just how good and how bad the market is going, you know, as obviously companies are buying each other and things like that. Everything is merging and consolidating smaller and smaller. The freedom is disappearing. And I I just thought, I'm not surprised, but what really wowed me was the number, you know, obviously 68.9 or 69.1, something like billion. And I was just like, just rounding up to 70. No, in my head, I just thought, I want you to think about this for a second. This is, it's 10 billion less than the entirety of Warner Brothers. Yeah. Yeah. That is ridiculous. (laughs) I saw a stat. I I saw like someone just, uh, someone on my timeline post a stat of like, is that, that, that money that they bought Activision for, you could buy like, you know, on current valuation, you could buy, I think, ten or thirteen of the top football clubs in the world. 
It's crazy. Absolutely <laughs> crazy. It's insane. Top football. Oh <laughs> but I mean, I know listeners are probably thinking, why are we talking about this? This is a PlayStation show. You understand that, but this was one of those moments where you Huge. you look back on and you're like, what? Mm-hmm. And you didn't think. It was so funny though because. Um, Actually, this is more what we're going to talk about in a second, so I'll get to that. But Alex, where were you? Where were you when you heard the news? It was in the chat as well. <laughs> I, was on, I was on the toilet. I was on the toilet. So I was just scrolling through as you do, you know, passing time. And I thought, freaking out, know what new patents? So we put this into the chat. So, uh, you know, I put the free throw in there, which was then instantly blocked by Asim, you know, <laughs> with a motherfucker of a block with his activism news. I was like, what? It's <laughs> like, literally, what? Madness. What the fuck? This is mad. This is really insane. And like, especially the number, um, especially coming off the uh, the big news. Well, what was supposedly well, relatively big news. No, it's you know, relatively it's crap news now. Yeah. Uh, last week with um with Zenga and Take Two, uh, this just just falls like, this. Yeah, it's blown <laughs> away. It's like what? Who who cares? You know what I mean? And that was like record breaking. You know, for a, for a point. But uh, yeah, I was just amazed at the amount and. Um, especially amidst all the controversy that they've had, you know, Xbox, well, not Xbox, or well, then again, they're kind of including it as well, but Activision mainly um, with the, uh, uh, let's just say the, um, it was sexual allegation, so we just go straight to it. Yeah, uh, it says workplace harassment. Yeah, so I just thought amidst all that, I thought they were just going to be less quiet in a way, but to hear them actually coming out with one of the biggest, if not the biggest takeover in history, well, in the game space, uh, nobody could have called it at all, you know? Well, nobody did. Nobody did. (laughs) Nobody did. That's what makes it crazy. It's one of the rare times in the gaming industry where a move of this magnitude has happened and nobody knew at all. There's usually an inkling or something, but no one knew. And to give you an interesting stat, in 2021, $86 billion was spent on acquisition, acquisitions and mergers in the video game industry. This almost topped <laughs> the entire whole of last year. It already has passed it because we were already one-sixth of the way there in 2022, and now we've passed it, and we're not even out yeah. the first month. And that just tells you what's going to happen for the next yeah. few years now because it is all about the metaverse. It is all about getting people in your communities and what you can do and things like that. And you know, God help the banks when someone tries to buy Konami, you know what I mean, in eFootball. <laughs> it's going to be massive. It's going to be massive. <laughs> you mean bargain bucket? What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, no yeah. You know, if anything, Nintendo will probably do that, but then back bucket change. You know what I mean? But I mean, I mean massive. Yeah. It's crazy. It's crazy. Yeah. It's really, yeah, really crazy. crazy. I, I mean, good. we should probably, temp- like, they, they have personally, but the deal probably won't go through properly until, from what I believe, the uh, fiscal 2023 so mm-hmm. most likely like between july this year and june next year so that's a long period uh, i think it needs to be looked at by re- regulators and all the people to make sure there's no dodgy stuff going on and also that it's, it doesn't br- yeah. break any fair play rules or anything like that yeah. i think it doesn't break any fair play rules but just to see everything's everything's legal but i mean the next point is i mean the the, the whole repercussions of the deal obviously there's the obvious ones with the IPs, etc., and um, you probably, you know, if you if you if you've been around on social, you probably saw that sh- uh, Sony's share price dropped a little as well, as well based on the news. I think they lost like twenty billion dollars in a day, <laughs> uh, which is a crazy. <laughs> which is crazy. Like, I mean, it's yeah. it's a bit of overreaction. Uh, I think in terms of like the share price dropping, I don't think it's gonna hurt them in the long it's, run. It's the, just, it'll come back. It'll yeah. come back. You know it'll what I mean? It, 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 oh, they always do. You, Nintendo's you drop, you it hope. comes back. If Sony's <laughs> drop, it comes back. If Microsoft yeah. drops, it comes back. It'll come back. Yeah. You but, know, for it to drop 10% in a day, you know, well, it's, I think it's, yeah, <laughs> it's I think mad. it's investors it's just being like, oh crap, what do we do yeah. now? They're just kind of, yeah. Uh, no, they're thinking, but, oh, what we need now, let's just invest in Xbox. Let's invest in Activision. They obviously know what they're doing. Yeah, possibly. A lot of money, well, there's no Activision you know. to invest in now. Really. It belongs <laughs> well, to Microsoft, but yes. I mean, it's it, it's not just Sony. Well, not I yet, mean, not yet. It's, it's getting there. It's getting I mean, there. you got to remember, it's not just Sony that are going to feel the repercussions. Yes, they're going to feel it the hardest. They're the brunt, they're front of the queue, but this is going to have ripples to EA, to Nintendo, to Ubisoft, to Sega, to everybody. You know what I mean? Every facet of a publisher, even developer in this industry, is going to feel a ripple of this, you know, this transaction and this buyout. It's absolutely yeah. Massive. I think I saw I think I saw a stat somewhere or like just a figure somewhere that now that they've combined, obviously they bought Bethesda before. Now they've got Activision, Blizzard, and King. 
it makes them the number three in in like the gaming space. Obviously, Sony are there above them and Tencent. So mm. it's it's just you know the two I guess the biggest players Tencent. are are above them <laughs> essentially. Yeah. But I mean that it's tells a, you as well, like you know it's. It was so funny because I've got a lot of Xbox friends and I was chatting to them and these Xbox guys are, some of them are legit. They're not, you know, they don't, they're not fanboying out. They understand the industry. They understand Xbox, but more importantly, they understand Sony. And like us, they understand you don't get one without the other, right? If And we saw it. Everybody talked about how great Sony was in 2021 with their acquisitions. That only happened because of a reaction to what Microsoft did, you know, yeah. and if Microsoft hadn't have bought Bethesda, you wouldn't have seen Sony picking up all these studios and stuff. But yeah, I did ask him. I was like, oh, um, obviously the big thing going around on social media is about how if you can't beat them, pay pay for it. You know, pay, I mean? pay, pay, pay to win. <laughs> pay to win. That's what I was thinking, right? But then he said he said something. He was just like, yeah, well, obviously Phil Spencer himself and Microsoft have come out and said, look, even buying. Bethesda, even buying Activision, was still not bigger in revenue from a gaming standpoint than Sony and Tencent, which tells you just like, you know, without Sony buying an Activision or anything, just how successful that gaming division is. But then I just yeah. thought to myself, I thought, you know what? I get it that there are a lot of bad things about Microsoft buying Activision, but there are good things on it as well. And I think yeah. time will tell where we go on that front, you know. But yeah, I mean, what's your thoughts on it, Asim? I mean, the repercussions are, I mean, I think it's, I think as a gamer, we should, you know, I mean, as gamers, in, you know, kind of overall, we, we should be kind of not, I wouldn't say celebrating it, but we should be excited because obviously this now makes Xbox a really big competitor in the space with all these IPs, all mm-hmm. these studios. Mm-hmm. Um, it makes them a massive competitor like Sony or, you know, or PlayStation, you know, would have looked at this and be like, they they probably knew this was happening, uh, I guess in the background somewhere, and they probably thought, okay, this is happening. I mean, it's just just take Call of Duty in a silo. That is always, as we talked about last week in the charts and stuff, it's always one of the biggest selling games every year when it comes out. It's that or FIFA. So to have potentially one of the biggest selling games of, of every single year potentially exclusive to a platform which i guess we'll talk about later potentially exclusive to a platform and day one on game pass only heightens the value of that and i think i can sum it up best with with like you know casual gamers and i hate using that phrase but like where the core gamers and there's casual gamers that that just watch the news etc they've now seen this and the headline would have been xbox buys Activision or Xbox has Call of Duty. So now they probably think like a lot of casual gamers that I know have come and said to me like, oh, so Call of Duty is going to be on Xbox now. Oh, yeah, I might want to get an Xbox. You mm. know, it's, 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 that, it's that perception now, like even if it... Perception is reality. We yeah, know that. yeah. Even if it doesn't happen in the long run, even if the... And I think it probably won't. I, I think they'll probably do like Warzone on all platforms and potentially mm. like a Call of Duty, like the story and the main multiplayer. Will be exclusive to like game uh to game pass on xbox and pc um that p- potentially will happen but i think that's long term short term i don't think anything's going to change a lot um but yeah long term i think yeah it'll be, it'll be so interesting like crash bandicoot will might be exclusive to the xbox that's mm. crazy <laughs> i think i i, I, I think what i think it's interesting because the one thing we've known over the ps4 era is what Microsoft did really well in the 360 era was they had that 10 to 15 million seller in Halo. They had that 5 to 10 million seller in Gears. You know, they had good tiers on there. And I think what we saw with Sony in the PS4 era was what we're seeing Nintendo with the Switch era as well, is that every time they release a game, the lifetime ends like 15 to 20 on the big AAA hitters. And Microsoft have just done that. You know, I mean, if you think about it, Bethesda only really had one game that was doing crazy numbers and that was at reduced prices, which was Skyrim, which you can play on a fridge, you know, um, (laughs) and things like that. But now they have COD and Microsoft are not stupid. They've kind of already, I think, 
let out the cut out the bag about what they're going to do they're talking about no we're not going to shut down communities and other platforms but there will be things that are exclusive to us all the stuff that you used to see on cod maps guns all this stuff that had people playing call of duty on playstation will now be on xbox guaranteed because it's already there everything that bethesda's done on playstation and xbox the xbox version has always got the the updates first it's got yeah. little little bits minecraft little bits you know what i mean but it's always to xbox first and i think we're going to see that but yeah it'll be really interesting to see are they doing a crash five will that go anywhere are they going to do a, a new spyro um what's the other one overwatch overwatch world of warcraft think about it as well oh, that game's dead final games. final fantasy 14 has stomped that into the ground you know what i mean yeah, we don't have to worry yeah. about that but i mean it's not just it's the things that activision would have had in the background but what is really interesting is Activision had so many studios focused on COD to make it work, to get it out every yeah. year, to keep Warzone running. How are they going to do that? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. are Microsoft going to allow that to happen? You know, are they going to throw money at the Call of Duty franchise yeah. even more now? Are we going to see... You'll see... You'll see halo like master chief in call of duty or something like that watch <laughs> you'll see it happen you'll see it happen you'll see crossovers 100 comes crossovers and i think you'll probably see some synergy i think the, the way xbox work well though well, phil spencer's got them working you mm. might see for example like you know they've got other studios like double fine in their bank as well so they might you know they might get them working together on stuff as well they might you know kind of integrate some studios uh, like one of the studios in this acquisition is uh, Toys for Bob, which you know did the Crash Bandicoot uh, and did the Spyro a kind of remaster as well. They might get them working together on some stuff, which would be mm. really cool. Uh, um, they've got a, like the way Phil Spencer's like, I mean, like you said before we came on the show, like 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 your your sweatshirts like based on Phil Spencer. He's 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 come in and basically swung this around, and obviously he's had like a big wallet to play with because uh, Microsoft have that, but I think long term he's made them now a big player whatever way you look at it and i think overall i think it just means competition and I, it, it basically will fire up playstation was obviously okay what what do what can we do like mm. to kind of fire back at this because it is like that because like they all play happy kind of you know uh on social media and stuff but they will be like okay we need to we need to fire back with something it might not be immediately it might not be immediately. It, it might be. It might be later in the year. It might be a year year on. But they will have their. I want to say ace up their sleeve because you. Could, I, don't, I don't think you could top this really. But they'll have something. There's no way to top it. There's no. They'll, way to they'll, top they'll, it, they'll have something. There um, is. There, there is two ways to top it. What, what can for, they do? What they're can not they for do? sale. They're not for sale, and that's EA and Take Who? Two. But you can't buy yeah. them. Oh, uh, yeah. Listen, <laughs> you got to. You got to remember though, if we're talking about on a console space. EA is far superior on the portfolio side compared to Activision. Activision, let's be honest, in the console space is a one-game wonder, right? You know what I mean? Every year, which is COD, but COD is so big. Take-Two is one of those... Take-Two's like um, the Lord of the Rings. It just comes once every often, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, that, that's what Take-Two are. They do something special, but they're not for sale at all under any way. And even if they were, Sony can't afford it. Nice. So it just leaves one thing. We never thought we'd say the day, mate, but uh, Sony and Nintendo sitting in a tree eventually, mate. And, 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 can you imagine that, that would Alex? Be, that would be can shocking. you imagine that? You'd fall off the yeah. toilet if you saw that news, right? Sony and Nintendo. Well, Sony and Nintendo partnering up. I don't think they could. <laughs> I think that's, that's never going to happen, man. But like, they hate I was just each looking other, at man. the market cap. Yeah, they do. I was just looking at the market caps, the top five. Yeah. So at number five, we have NetEase. You guys know NetEase? Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. T, Garina. Yeah, at 93 billion. Then you got Sony with 146 billion. Then you got Tencent with 558 billion. And then at the top, you have Microsoft with 2.2 trillion. It's crazy. The market crazy. cap is mad. It's absolutely insane. And yeah, okay. So, yeah, I don't think there's going to be any chance for Sony or Nintendo or anybody really to catch up unless they, you know, they, they form an alliance with the likes of EA. Um, who else is out there? Ubisoft. Nah, this shit, man. <laughs> just, this shit. Yeah, this shit, but yeah. I'll yeah, tell you what, though. I'll tell you what. I mean, this is this is what I was going to say earlier. Um, all Sony need to do, and I spoke about this, Alex, quite a lot on previous episodes, is Game Pass. Let's be honest. Phil Spencer, when you play Game Pass, you're not playing something from the cloud. All the way, it's built on 
Series X consoles in many warehouses. And they've already spoken about why you can get Series S easy. You cannot get Series X because a lot of the components Microsoft get, like something like 50% or 60% of them are to models which are going into these warehouses to run Game Pass, not to sell to consumers, you know. And if somebody said to Phil, you can get Game Pass on PlayStation right now, they're going to do it because you open up to millions and we've spoke about it, Alex, how many times? What would Game Pass look like on PlayStation? It looks like first party only. But Sony, like EA Play, they want to cut. Yeah. They know that, okay, I want a cut of your subscriptions that are all bought via PlayStation because they know if there's 20 million PS5s out there, 15 maybe of them, 15 million of them will sign up to Xbox Game Pass, you know what I mean, to get it on PlayStation. Sony want to cut. They want a piece of everything. We saw that in the court casing between Apple and Epic, just how ruthless Sony are with the pennies. Um, But imagine that. I mean, if Microsoft is spending all this money on Bethesda and Activision and then Game Pass by the end of this generation on on a first-party standpoint is on PS5, then we all win. If you're a gamer now, you you, you play um, Game Pass, you've got Xbox as well. You're just getting all of this. You're getting all the Activision games, Ubisoft Plus everything, games, yeah. everything on there. So you're, you're great. Yeah, we, <laughs> you're getting we the win. budget. Yeah, yeah, gamers. You know what I mean? So I think, I think we won't know until the end of the generation. Was the freedom of creation hindered in this? Were they designed to just make certain games? We won't know for years and years. Um, but it's exciting and nervous at the same time. But I always say the same thing. A lazy Sony is not good we saw that at the, uh, the towards the end of PS2 going into PS3, very lazy, very bad. We saw it obviously change when they had their backs against the wall and they came out swinging, and that's what we want. We want Sony always swinging. We want Nintendo always swinging yeah. because you're seeing it with Nintendo right now. They are selling Switches for fun, and what was initially going to be a ridiculously powerful version of a Switch just got taken off, like you know, and put moved. We don't need it. We can just sell the base model and we can just do an OLED and charge more for it. But you want Nintendo swinging because when they are, they invented and came up with the Switch, didn't they? And it took a real poor Wii U to get that. And Nintendo came out swinging. So we want Microsoft to keep Sony on their toes. But as you guys both already said, we're the winners. Everybody are winners. You know what I mean? Definitely, man. I'm, I'm, I'm excited. Like the gaming space is now like, this is like the Xbox of the 360 era. They are, they are, they are coming out, and it's all about the games, uh, and it's all about the gamers. But I'm very, very interested to see how PlayStation reacts. I mean, it, it's yeah, I've, uh, and I know the next story, Sunny might might speak to that a bit. Yeah, yeah. But before you move on, can I just say when I heard the news, the first thing when the first time I saw Phil Spencer, do you know what popped into my mind? God. Uh, end of Batman versus Superman, Bruce Wayne. I just bought the bank. <laughs> so, <laughs> Phil, what are you going to do to catch Sony? You know, their first party is killing you. They're selling 20 million on their AAAs. What are you going to do? Just going to buy the industry. <laughs> you know what I mean? Absolutely yeah. crazy. But yeah, I mean, what you said there, Asim, uh, you know, it was an interesting, this was the number one story going into this week before that massive, massive announcement. But number two, Speaking with IGN, Xbox's Phil Spencer has said he fully expects Sony's long-rumoured Xbox Game Pass rival codenamed Project Spartacus to feature new game releases on day one. So I'm going to go into the uh, actual tidbit that Phil Spencer said. So this is Phil Spencer. I'm not doing his voice. I just bought Activision. There you go. Um, So Phil Spencer said, I don't mean it to sound like we've got it all figured out. But I think the right answer is allowing your customers to play the games they want to play where they want to play them and giving them the choice about how they build their library and being transparent with them about what our plans are in terms of our PC initiatives and our cross-gen initiatives and other things. So when I hear about other things, others doing things like Game Pass or coming to PC, it makes sense to me because I think that's the right answer. I don't really look at it as validation. I actually, when I'm talking to our teams, I talk about it as an inevitability. So for us, we should continue to innovate, continue to compete, because the things that we're doing might be advantages that we have in the market today, but they're just based on us going first, not that we've created something that no one else can go and create. I like it because it feeds our energy on what are the next things and that we should be working on as we continue to build out the things that we've 
done in the past. He can't speak, man. Because I think the right answer is to ship great games, ship them on PC, ship them on console, ship them on the cloud, make them available day one in the subscription. And I expect that's what our competitor will do. PlayStation's version of Game Pass is supposedly going to combine the efforts of both PS Plus and PS Now and will offer a three-tier subscription service. Please remember, though, listeners, at this stage, it's all just conjecture and rumour. Alex? It's happening. We know it's happening. We know it's happening, but do you actually think Sony will give away the box office money that Jim Ryan likes to call it to put it on day one? Or do you think they're going to use the uh, legacy titles to see how that goes first? Um. I don't know. I don't know. It's, it's really up to them. It would make sense for them to kind of follow the same model as, the, um, as Game Pass. Um, but at the same time, Sony's used to what they're doing, what they're doing at the moment, isn't it? which is just sticking to a model which everybody knows. They can just sell it and they can actually make um, some decent money from it. Um, but what I'm worried about really is um, it's Sony too late to the mark, you know, in terms of actually getting their um, systems ready for the cloud. You know, because we can see that Microsoft is making their their moves towards it now, and obviously they've got Game Pass, they've got the whole um, Microsoft as you're ready to go. You know, and we did see um, there was another handshake deal between uh, Microsoft and or Sony potentially. Um, you know, was it last year or the year before? Um, and I'm just waiting to see whether actually Sony's actually going to take advantage of that because that's going to be the key defining point. Who's actually got the um, the more secure cloud platform to take um, games to the future? You know, at the moment, everyone's, you know, obviously we're running off this uh, antiquated model, which is having a console. But obviously, as you can see with the moves, what Microsoft's doing with Activision and towards the, the increasing um, use of the word meta, the metaverse, which is going to play a big key point in uh, all game and entertainment in the coming future. Uh, it would make sense. Uh, what would make me feel happy, especially after hearing this uh, Activision deal, is that um, Sony is actually doing a deal maybe with the likes of either Google or even Amazon. Because they're the ones who, the two other big players out there, who've actually got like the the, uh, the server power to you know to keep their games running, regardless of whatever they choose to do, whether it's going to be on PS Plus or PS Now, whatever they want to call it, Project Spartacus. It's all about the platform, and right now Sony is missing that aspect, you know. So, yeah, so that's that's all I'm worried about really. I think uh, Microsoft actually making the right move, you know, they're actually making sure that they're going to be ready for the next five to ten years. Um, obviously, we know about their HoloLens as well, you know, when it comes to the VR. And yes, uh, Sony's got the PSVR too. And yes, they've acquired some companies. But, you know, when you've got the likes of Activision, you know, going around with Call of Duty and the like, like what has, what has Sony really got to compete with, you know, especially when it comes to um, valuable IPs, you know, which people already know, you know, so... It's it's up in the air, man. It's like I, I don't know. It's, Alex, it's really hard to tell right now. Do me a favor, <laughs> pass me that joint you're smoking. Because oh, you're chatting some shit, mate. You never heard of God of War, <laughs> you know what I mean? I just talk about the twenty million sellers. This geezer talks about card, you know. But like literally, I get what card, you're saying. Man, but <laughs> I get what you're saying. But on the flip side of that, and it's mm. everything you say makes sense. You know, Microsoft have the technology. They we. We were laughing and listening to them talk about it during the 360 era about how the cloud is going to, we were pissing ourselves when Crackdown was just a massive failure, but it was a test mm. bed, you know what I mean? And you look at where they are now after talking about it for so long. And I just think what Sony have done, people forget that Sony were the first out of the big ones to go with cloud, with Gaikai, and yeah, obviously at the yeah, technology at the time with PS3, yeah, yeah. but it's still, <laughs> it's still, it's still, it still worked then. You know what I mean? Obviously, games just they're too Ish. big. They're running on PS3s. It's not going to work. And I think what Sony have done is, Sony are looking at something different. We spoke about it a lot. Nintendo are going to something different. Microsoft are going to something mm. to different. Sony are going to something to different. But eventually, they're going to have to blur lines if they want to progress, right? That's going to happen yeah. inevitably. And like you said, Sony will look at Stadia. What did Google do wrong there? They'll look at xCloud. Where were the hiccups? Where were the things? And everyone laughed at Epic when they said, we're going into the PC market. They're like, you're going to get trampled by Steam. And Steam is the number one player, without a shadow of a doubt. But Epic niched out an area for themselves and now they're both there and you can have both if you want both, you know what I mean? But again, it's just exciting times. I mean, let's be honest, if anyone's in the perfect position to take advantage of it, timing wise, it's Sony. But at the same time, if anyone can botch it massively, it's Sony, right? That's the problem. Everything's aligned for you to just nick ideas, get it perfect. Like you said, common sense. Google will want to get back at Microsoft for that. Sony, why don't you approach them and say, give us your Stadia tech. Let's work that and we'll do it our way. Nah, nah, nah. Sony will like, no, we'll do it ourselves. And then they can fuck it up. Right? You know what I mean? <laughs> this is what Sony do. Yeah. But I mean, ask him. 
what's your thoughts i mean it's the industry's changing so fast in 2022 it's already crazy man i mean i mean first of all this is happening uh mm. it's, it's just a matter of how they uh, like unveil it or announce it uh is it during a showcase is it during a state of play and do they go all in with like some partnerships they've got as well you know just, just to just to like you know sell it as much as they can and i think it will be a tiered thing as well i think you'll you'll have the one tier as rumored with like just ps plus um and then you'll have second tier with like some more some more games maybe it will include those rumored ps3 back compact games like back catalog games i don't think they'll go all in with like ps2 as well ps1 i think they'll phase it um uh, and then the third tier possibly will have possibly will have like the the big games like available day one but i think if they have that tier it will be expensive and it will probably be like twice or thrice the price of what game pass is um Mm -hmm. that's their way of kind of making money out of it uh and and saying like you get all the stuff from the previous tiers but you get this as well you get you, you get god of war ragnarok day one but you're paying 40 quid a month or 50 quid a month for it which which in which if you if you look at it illogically it's it works out quite cheap because you're you know you're paying 50 quid a month and you're getting god of war plus other other, other games but a normal person would think oh 50 quid when game pass is what you know mm-hmm. 11.99 it's perception right it's perception so i think they've got a if they go down that route, they need to have the pricing. Yeah, they need to think about the pricing, basically, I think. Um, but I'd be surprised after all that Jim Ryan said, if he brings like God of War, Ragnarok and stuff like that to this service, whatever they call it, day one. Because no that's chance. their model. No money in it. There's no money in it. That's you not know, like, it's like... Yeah, because their model is completely different. <laughs> their model is like their, their first party IPs are, you know, their model yeah. is based around that, essentially. And then they, uh, you know, they use the console base to pick up the third party stuff, which is less mm. of a thing now because Xbox seems to be buying all of them. But um, so they, yeah, so they need their their first party stuff like separate from what the service are doing. But again, it's a perception thing, right? Someone will say like, oh, why am I, you know, on Game Pass, I get all the stuff day one on, on PlayStation service, whatever, they, again, whatever they call it, I don't get this day one. So they need to, the messaging around that needs to be clear and concise and show the value you get so yeah i'll i'm just very i just find it everything that's going on in the industry right now including this stuff like super interesting i just can't wait to see what playstation comes i think with. you got to remember like when the last of us 2 came out what did it do four million in its weekend first yeah. weekend yeah. It's 280 million dollars you know what i mean if if you go on at the full because it's going to be full price that opening weekend that's too that's, it's like a, it's like a hollywood film you make it all in the first like few weeks that's when you're going to make the money right yeah and you look at what they're doing now that you can go onto the playstation store and get days gone for like 15 quid you got a pc it's 50 quid <laughs> do you know what i mean and it's selling like gangbusters the horizon days gone both of them over a million sold on pc at full whack you know and it's just Sony won't give that money up unless they have to. And that's a smart thing that they have to be in. We have to remember Microsoft didn't do this and start all of this out of the goodness of their own heart. That's not Microsoft. They did it because they were being absolutely destroyed in that Xbox One beginning against PS4. It wasn't even yeah. it wasn't even funny, right? I mean, it was, the fact that its sales were tracking along the Wii U tells you how bad it was. And then that's when they had their back against the wall. That's when they, 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 they did this and they're realizing it can work, but it costs a lot of money to get this. Sony will not spend $150, $200 million because that's how much these games cost. You know, they don't, they don't cost, um, I don't know, they don't cost uh, a couple of million. You know, I mean, they talked about it like Last of Us 2 is like a $200 million production budget for that game. You don't do that to release it on a platform. You know what I mean? I think- but, Sorry, I think what might happen is like it might be the EA play model type thing. Like you won't get it instantly on day yeah, one yeah, yeah. as part of the service. You'll get it like six months later down the line and it will be part of the tier one. That That's how they might position it. I think another interesting part of this is like it will, you know, once their service comes out, PlayStation service, it'll be interesting to see how Xbox and PlayStation fight for like third party games mm. day one. <laughs> well, I think it, I think it'll be like what you see now with PlayStation Now and Game Pass. One month, one has GTA. One month, the other one has GTA. And then sometimes they have it at the same time and yeah. things like that. What will be interesting? I don't know. I just have this weird feeling that Sony will like their highest paid will be 
you get all the legacy games, you get this, yeah. and you get 50% off. They'll still find a way to take money off you on those triple A's. Yeah. Yeah, but baby. I mean, I would pay that. I, if I yeah, could yeah, just yeah. play That's fair. Fight yeah. Night and Pez 5 on my PlayStation 5, and I'm getting God of War for like half price every time it launches in Horizon, I'll, I'll be like, yeah, let's do it. Let's be honest, they even don't have to offer us anything, Asim. We're going to pay for it, aren't we? Because we're dumb. I mean, That's what yeah. we do, right? I mean, I mean yeah. yeah, you're right, sadly. <laughs> I think you're right, though. I think it's just going to be the same as it is right now. They'll just combine the two brands together. Mm. And the discounts that we get right now, like the likes of Sifu and, you know, Horizon coming out, you know, slightly cheap. Well, Sifu is definitely slightly cheaper yeah. if you buy it beforehand. Yeah. They'll just they'll just keep doing that. And that's the model that works for them because, unfortunately, unlike, you know, Microsoft and the competition out there, they can offset all the costs, you know, because they're trillionaires. You know what I mean? Sony's not fortunately to be in that in that position so this model works for them everybody's used to it just combine it and then just slowly roll out your ips and just develop you know just develop your image and ips and just make the company itself more valuable and we'll see what mm. happens man but um exciting. yeah exciting times yeah yeah the good thing is this next story because so you so you it's all about me yeah we're going to be talking about uh god of war ragnarok uh sony's reiterated that god of war ragnarok will indeed launch in 2022 because it has to put into rest any fears that the highly anticipated uh sequel may not may not make it out this year uh the game was included in a list of upcoming 2022 releases for sony's consoles which include likes of gran turismo 7 mm. um uh, horizon forbidden west dying mm. light 2 and 500 <laughs> Yeah, so yeah, as we kind of they they need to release it this year. There's like they especially with news like this. <laughs> you know, it's like, but I mean, I tell you what, what makes they'll it push it out and they're just gonna patch it like every week. I love I, I love the fact that the one thing that Sony are very very good at they they're what I call the Manchester United of the gaming industry. They know how to manipulate news. They don't care if it's good or bad. News is news. Engagement is engagement. They want to be the mind share. They want to have their name and branding everywhere, right? You knew straight, Asim, we know Sony are releasing Horizon and Gran Turismo on PS4, right? And God of War. You yep. don't release them on a console that you're not selling anymore. They were always going to manufacture a million units this year. And they, I guarantee you those million are going to be bundled with those games oh, yeah. throughout the year. Sony are not dumb. They'll be like, yeah, look, 199 you get a PS4 with Horizon if you've never had one before. And, and we talk about PC gamers who are coming new to the market. You know, maybe they don't want to spend 450 on a PlayStation or pick up a PS4 just to play yeah, yeah. Horizon and things like that. So... Yeah, I mean, I, I think, yeah, 2022, I still would put my money on that sep- that Spider-Man launch window of September and things. I think that's like the month pre-FIFA. Just you, FIFA starts yeah. it off, doesn't it? Like, Yeah, it makes sense. But makes sense because then the, you can go into like the the holiday period and you can have a, some like some price promise stuff going on, some like, like some price reductions going on over there uh, mm-hmm. on the store and in retailers as well. So, yeah, it makes sense. I mean, yeah. And who I, knows, I, I, by the I time hope. it launches, maybe Alex would have finished the first one. <laughs> oh, damn. <laughs> <Probably not. laughs> There's too many games to play. Too many games. So, and that's a good problem to have, right? Too it's much. It is. To have. It is. All right. So uh, all uh, right. over to you. Over to me. And we're talking about Horizon Forbidden West. We talked about uh, the first one and like we've kind of all been playing it a little bit. Um, but yeah, uh, a new trailer came out today uh, on the day of recording the podcast. Sonny is not watching it because he's staying away. Staying away. Uh, but I did watch it. Alex watched it as well. Uh, it's a really, really good trailer. Uh, it's basically focusing on the game story uh, with the tagline, Rise Above Our Ruins. So, you know, obviously features Aloy like a lot. Um, and it shows off some cutscenes. Beautiful mm-hmm. cutscenes, by the way. Some beautiful gameplay portions as well. Um, yeah. Shows us some of the new, new creatures. Uh, uh, the new tribe that's in the game as well but some of the cool stuff is it, that that was like towards the end was uh the game's cast so i did not expect yeah. this whatsoever and like when i first watched it i was like wait a minute is that is that and it is so first up angela bassett uh who people will, will know as uh from black panther she was uh T'Challa's mom. mom and shuri's mom uh she yeah. is uh, in the game, she's playing uh, Regala. She's doing the voice of Regala, uh, one of the game's primary antagonists. Um, and one of the cool ones right at the end, um, Carrie Ann Moss will be in, in the game as well. She'll be voicing a new character who we haven't met yet, is called Tilda, and pr- appears mm-hmm. right at the end of the trailer. Sorry, Sunny, she appears right at the end of the trailer. Uh, 
Spoiler alert. Watch you should watch it. Um, <laughs> no chance. No chance. No chance. But yeah, no, it was a, it was a really good trailer. Um, it was a, like like a, just over a couple of minutes long, and I think it's just it's, it's probably the last trailer before the full on release. I know copies are probably going out for review soon as well. So, I mean, Alex, you watched it, so I can come to you and say like, what yeah, do you think yeah. of the trailer? I did watch it, and I love the trailer. I mean, every any clip that Gorilla manages to release or even Sony manages to release, it's just you know, it's just just teasing us, isn't it? And it's kind of pissing me off right now because I watched that. I'm just thinking, <laughs> that's yeah, why great. I don't that's have that game, feeling. <laughs> that's a game that I want to go play, and I'm just gonna go. No, I can't download it because I've got to wait a whole thirty days. Oh, for it to be it's a month. It's a month now. Yeah, it? yeah, it's a month away. So you know, they've 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 got me. You know what I mean? I'm definitely gonna speak for all Horizon Zero Dawn fans. I mean, yeah, we're all getting it. The reactions. <laughs> I saw like on YouTube, like in the YouTube comments and like just on social was like people are hyped. People are hyped for this. People this, yeah. this is gonna this is gonna blow the sales of the first one out of the water, I think, completely. Well, listeners, as Asim said, it's not because I don't want to, it's I'm just I'm there. <laughs> I'm sold. I want the game. I've gone metal gear on it now. I don't want to see anything else. I just want to go in surprise. But I do have one question, Asim. Me and you are similar when it comes to visuals. Right? What are the visuals looking like oh, in this trailer? Yeah. Oh, that's the, that's all I can say. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh man, it. I can't wait. I cannot wait. Know. All I remember yeah. is just the state of play and just watching yeah, it. Me and Alex in awe at it, and I was just like, "Oh, I can't wait!" But I don't want to. They watch look anything. so much better. I mean, it's like, oh, no, like the what shadows. the fuck? It looks like ridiculously good. Like, yeah, a lot more yeah, rendered. Um, and that was like one of the things which was, um, it's like at least, uh, I guess, this, this must be the PS5 version, which is what they were saying, yeah, right? So for it's, sure. it's going to be interesting to see how good it looks on the PS4. You know what I mean? Obviously, there's going to be minor upgrades, but, you know, at least there's going to be something for the PS, the new PS4 Slim owners of this absolutely, year. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, like, Not long to go. Not long to go. Excellent. But Sonny, you got some roundup. Some rundown and roundup for us. Yeah, yeah. I mean, obviously, we <laughs> usually have some big newses, but obviously the Activision one was huge. So we've got a lot of rundown here, but I'm just going to blitz through them all really quick. So the new HBO series based on The Last of Us has made a new cast announcement. Storm Reed will be playing Riley, who we met in the first game's DLC title, Left Behind. If you haven't played it, play it. It's amazing. Oh, yeah. Storm Reed is known for her work in A Wrinkle in Time from Disney and most recently Euphoria. Moving on, Shuhei Yoshida, head of all things indie development at PlayStation Studios and everybody's favorite guy in the industry, has revealed that he'll be hosting the PlayStation Indies initiative session at the Asia Pacific Games Summit on January 20, 2022. Sony do tend to announce a few small independent deals there for that territory specifically. So it'll be really interesting to see what's said and shown during that session. Um Activision, let me rephrase that, Microsoft has announced that the upcoming season two launch of Call of Duty Vanguard and Warzone Pacific has been delayed. I wonder why. You know what I mean? Um, developers 1047 Games has announced that Splitgate beta season one release date, confirming players will be able to tuck into the new content from January 27th. I love the fact that this game had over 10 million like players at one point. Still hasn't even got to season one yet. It was in beta form. It's massive. It's fun. People love it. And finally, Square Enix has unwrapped a list of expected games to be released by the company in 2022, with Final Fantasy 16 being conspicuously absent from that lineup. Obviously, I think we've been told by Square that um, they we're going to see it in spring. Yeah. Rumoured Sony show, you know, it was just rumour at the moment. Um, but yeah, it's really, really interesting that it wasn't shown in there. Maybe deliberately, and maybe Sony are the ones that want to make the announcement because they love to make all Final Fantasy announcements, don't they? Probably. Most probably, yeah. Unless mm. Xbox have bought them as well. Who <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, that's tomorrow's news. <laughs> but but the only thing is, um, so an international business cannot buy a Japanese company or buy out a Japanese company unless the Jap Japanese company has been put up for sale um, and it's authorized by its government. So it's the same sort of rules with China. But you can't yeah. buy anything in China, right? But yeah, so obviously if... <laughs> Sony was to want, you know, to, to make a move to buy Square, um, they would alert everyone in Japan, obviously, who would have the opportunity and it would start a bidding war, you know, because that's what they want in Japan. And obviously, if Microsoft went in to buy a Japanese company, <laughs> same thing would happen. Obviously, it would open up. And that would allow the likes of and 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 the thing is, if Square was to be bought by Microsoft, that's a big loss for Nintendo because Square makes some quality games on the Switch true. as well. That's you know what I mean? True, so yeah. it's a yeah. dangerous precedent, you know. But I don't think Square would be a target for 
Microsoft in any way, yeah. shape, or form. But yeah, we'll see what happens. But Alex, your favorite section of the show, charts and numbers. Uh, yeah, purely because Nintendo's killing it pretty much for the past <laughs> year. Uh, so at number 10, we've got Grand Theft Auto, the game that never dies. At number 9, Ring Fit Adventures, back in the top 10. Number back. 8, Fitness Just Dance. <laughs> back in it. it makes sense, it makes sense. Just Dance again is there, uh, um, just went 2022. Number 7, we've got Minecraft Dungeons. At number 6, Microsoft's Call of Duty Vanguard. At number 5, we've got Animal Crossing, New Horizons. At number 4, we've got Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. Mario Kart 9 is on the way, apparently. Um, number 3, we have Mar- uh, Super Mario Party. Uh, at number two, FIFA 22, Sonny's favorite game. And at number hey. one, Xbox. Microsoft again <laughs> with Minecraft, but mm. on the Nintendo Switch, you know, so uh, just to make that clear. Um, yeah. It's interesting because I think this is the right time because even like all my little nephews, nieces, cousins, kids, and everyone that have got it, they've got Switch for Christmas. They're going out now and they're buying other games and stuff. So I'm not surprised mm. Mario is killing it you know what i mean especially mario party what a fun game shit game really but yeah you know <laughs> but i can't where's i'm surprised where's the football free to play chart free to play chart <laughs> uh but i'm surprised that cod so low out i mean you never see it that low in the chart so quick after launch it's crazy uh yeah it's been a while it's been a while but um but yeah uk uh sales of uh call of duty vanguard are 36 percent lower than its predecessor call of duty black ops and cold war um According to GSD data obtained by GBiz, uh, GameIndustry.biz, uh, despite the dip in sales, the World War II-based first-person shooter still came out on top of the second best-selling game of 2022 behind Sony's favorite game, FIFA 22. So uh, that's some good news for you. <laughs> Fuck off, man. I mean, you'll see the charts be like this for a while, I think, until the big, yeah. big, big hitters start to come until, out. Like, until the end of the year. Yeah, yeah. yeah so that should yeah. like clear Nintendo's, or they should beat the PS4 sales by the end of the year. So uh, good for good for them. Good for them. Talk to me when you hit PS2. I love, I love how you were like talking about how it's going to be number one of all time, but then you switched oh, it to steps, PS4. Man, PS4, you're, PS4 you're, you're, not, you're too scared to mention the PS2. You know what I mean? It's all right. Oh, yeah, that's next. That's next. Nah, all right, give me some time and right, right, get used to it. All right, all right, all right. I know it's crazy for Nintendo to have a hundred million seller from a home console. Oh, not really. Not really. Right, We've been doing this from day one. No, you ain't. No, you ain't. No, you ain't. In the words of Jamie Vardy, chat shit, get back, mate. You know what I mean? talking about just look at the facts go look at the numbers that's all i'm gonna say numbers don't lie i'm staying out of this i'm staying out of it and i'll just go on to the rumor mill instead yeah yeah, yeah. (laughs) a new segment asked him a new segment a new segment with some rumors uh we've got we've got some three spicy rumors here we're starting off with uh apparently sony are gearing up for the announcement of a major third party exclusive internal marketing budgets for the year uh, apparently have been increased to accommodate the title do you both want to take a guess at what it what it might be? Final Fantasy sixteen. <laughs> Fair enough. You know what I mean. I mean I that's know. the that's the one that obviously has been um, talked about. You know, or whispered about yeah. in the industry. But so is Persona Six. So oh, that's true. You know, uh, there's a lot of rumors going around, and Sony will probably be buying a few third party timed exclusives now after yesterday's news. So we'll yeah. see what happens. We've you know spoken. I mean? It's not spoken. It has, that's already uh, in there. That's already there. Yeah. Yeah, super yeah. hot. It's gonna uh, be super hot. There we go. Super hot. There you go. There you go. <laughs> Can't leave that super hot now. <laughs> Let's see. Let's see. I'm sure we'll we'll hear more in due course. And the second is a is a big spicy one as well. Rockstar Games may delay uh, may delay the release of GTA 5 for uh, PS5 and uh, the series consoles uh, by a couple of months, according to a Brazilian data miner. The source claims that uh, development for, of GTA 5 for, for the new consoles uh, is ca- encountering issues, therefore may not make its uh, intended uh, release date. Well, listen, uh, if that's crazy. Rockstar making a remaster is anything to go by lately, I wouldn't be surprised if it has issues, you know I what mean, I mean? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I guess they might be focused on fixing the trilogy first and getting like people from Rockstar trying to, to, like, to, trying to help out. What was it? Grove Street Games that did the mm. remaster. Yeah, they might be helping out there potentially, or they've just hit some hit some, I guess, uh, hit some issues mm. potentially. But I mean, GTA Five is still selling as it went through the charts, so it doesn't really make a massive difference to them, I guess. That's it. And I won't be surprised <laughs> that once this game launches this year, it's probably in the top three of the best sellers for the whole yeah, year. Yeah, exactly, you know? exactly that. And isn't it coming free free to PS Plus as well? 
It's uh, always there. Every other month, there's GTA in there yeah, somewhere, yeah, whether it be yeah. plus or now or something. Yeah. It's always there somewhere. Yeah. But so, yeah, I'm sure we'll. I'm sure we'll about that. But the most exciting one, though, and we're going to spend hundreds of pounds on this, all three of us, I'm sure, when it comes out, is news from uh, website Brick Brick Fanatics, who are a Lego favorite site, claim that uh, a set based on Uncharted Four: A Thief's End will release in March 2022. Not only that, it will include minifigures for Nate, Sully, and Elena with a total piece count of 1,326 pieces. That's a, that's a Jeep. That's going to have a Jeep. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I mean, a couple of artifacts in there. I'm going to get that. Come on, we're all oh, going yeah. yeah. 100%. 100%. I mean, <laughs> yeah, 100%. get pieces, put it all together. That's um, why I, ca- yeah. I can't wait for my games room to get built. So I can just buy some Lego and build it. You know what I mean? Like, Do it. Can't wait. To, I don't think I'll build. I'll probably just get one of those uh, Iron Man robots just to put together like <laughs> Spider Man. It's going to be a massive one. But yeah, uh, those are the rumors. Uh, over to the questions from uh, listeners, Sonny. Yeah, yeah. So obviously, listeners, if you want to send a question into the latest PS5, you can. You can do it in various ways. You can email the latest PS5 at gmail.com or you can tweet at latest PS5, or as most of you do, you can send us a DM via Twitter at latest PS5. Or if you're watching our YouTube videos, head over to YouTube, like and subscribe to the channel. You can leave comments with questions there as well. Our first one comes from Tim from Colchester in the UK. Dear latest PS5 team, great show last week. I'm really excited to hear the three of you each and every week. My question pertains to saving games. In your gaming histories, what save did you lose that hurt the most? For me, I was collecting treasures in Uncharted and was four away from the end before my save was corrupt. <laughs> also, Asim, Fred is a good player. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> we get United fans on here. Did you watch well. the game? Did you watch the last few games? Come on, Tim. Come on, Tim. <laughs> but Alex, memory card. Mm-hmm. It's got to be a memory card or something on the Nintendo. What was the game that That's F the funny just saved? Thing, yeah. When I saw... When I when I saw this question, I was like, you know, I don't actually have anything. Like, especially on the oh, Nintendo yeah. side of things, it's just been flawless. You know, the only problem I've probably ever had is on the PlayStation. Chat and, shit, um, mate. <laughs> uh, and it was when I um, or the most well, the last time it happened was playing um, Astro's Playroom. When I complete the whole game, and then I ended up turning the PlayStation on one day, and it all gone. And I was like, what the fuck? And I remember telling you about it. I was like, mm. what happened to my save? Uh, and I ended up doing it again anyway and platinum limit, which was you know, so that was a that was actually a, a, a blessing in disguise because it means you got to play Astro again. <laughs> again, yeah, yeah. yeah. So uh, that's that's the only time. That's the only time. But uh, mm. but yeah, Nintendo man has been solid. <laughs> <laughs> he obviously don't remember the sixty four days. You know what I mean? Uh, so mem- memory, memory just delete itself. You know, no, no, no. You know you would have problems on the PlayStation One. You know the the, the original. But um, but yeah, uh, yeah, sixty four been remember all the uh all the saves were on the cartridge in it so you don't have to worry about the memory oh, card too man. much that's you know, funny so anyway anyway that's it for me too how about you oh man there's been a few oh really oh, i know really? one of his sons actually I know uh, there's been a few man there's been an absolute few so yeah. i think my most painful one were uh, uh actually two of my most painful ones come from the same franchise and that's metal gear fucking i know you I know, know what i mean what he's talking so, about <laughs> The most painful one was uh, actually I'll do that one second. So one of them was Metal Gear Solid Two. I was collecting the dog tags, and uh, I got to the end, and it kept saying I missed one. And I was like, I didn't fucking miss one. You can't go back either. You got to start again. And I was like, I haven't missed one. And I remembered the one that is saying I missed because I checked the guide and I looked. And I was like, No, I got that one, but my save file corrupt in that one little playthrough, so it didn't pick up that dog tag i was like i'm not fucking doing this again you know what i mean <laughs> same thing happened phantom pain you know That's i thought you I know what? <laughs> i'm gonna platinum phantom pain and phantom pain had this disgustingly horrible trophy of you having to just do so much shit yeah. to get a nuclear warhead and mine glitched and it was just like the actual f is going on right now and i had to quietly slowly turn the playstation off before i ripped it out the wall and started <laughs> kneeing it and headering it and overhead <laughs> kicking it and everything like i couldn't believe it 
And mm. obviously, if anybody had a PS2, I think every single person who played Gran Turismo had a faulty memory card at one point, and that card yeah, collection yeah, yeah, was yeah. gone. It was finished. See you later. You know, um, but luckily we got better memory these days. So Alex's lost record in Tekken is forever uh, etched on that console. No, we're, you know I don't mean? mind doing that again. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Asim? I know you've got some stories. Mine would be uh, first one that comes to mind is PS2. You know, the Pez Master League days. Oh. Uh, Pez Pez Three. It was. I had like a twenty-plus season Master League running, and I was, uh, and I had like. Built up players, I signed like all the stars at that point, like Ronaldo, Figo, all these lot. And I was like, we used to take the memory card to a friend's house, and obviously play. smash them. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then, then one day, one day I took it to my friend's house, was loading up the the, the master league save for like to get my team up. Nothing there. I was like, what, what the hell's going on? Nothing's oh. there. Twenty odd seasons of master league gone down the drain. I mean, it meant that I had to just play twenty seasons again, which is, I mean, fine in those days. But I was just like, oh man, it would have been forty. It yeah. was just like, oh, I, I could have, yeah, I had to, I had to go, go all the way through again and build, build up the master league team again. And then I think most recently, mine was, I had an issue with Phantom Pain as well, actually, a save because I was going to go for the platinum result, but I had it with a different, different area. I managed to get all the S ranks for all the missions but if there was another trophy i can't remember what it was it might have been the same one actually i'm not really sure but th- because it was glitched out and it, the the save was corrupt i couldn't go do the platinum so i was stuck on like i think a 70 odd percent or something like that so mm. maybe it was a phantom pain was like glitched glitched uh, saves. there was there was there was one there was there was two major glitches there was one where so what you had to do is you had to uh, get a nuclear warhead yeah. and then you just had you didn't have to keep it you got a trophy for getting it but you got the bigger trophy for disarming it, disarming it yeah. people would disarm it but the game wouldn't detect that you did it and then you'd have to save up to get the nuclear again which takes out 50 hours or something right and then there was yeah. another one where you had to be quiet without i think it was without getting hit without getting hit yeah 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 and one of them and you do it but if you like ran into a rock too hard, or if, a, if if she threw a rock and it shook the ground and you just wobbled a bit, that counted as a hit. And it was just like, huh? What? You know, it was, yeah, that was a gl- glitched ass game. You know, screw that game. Yeah. Um, yeah. Great yeah. game, by the way. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, I mean, those are the two that come to mind. Definitely. Uh, listeners, you have no idea what we had to go through if you did not have a memory card because you weren't even born yet. But oh my God. Uh, but great question, Tim. Thanks for bringing up painful memories for all of us. Yeah. Uh, we'll move on to Alicia from Madrid, Spain. Alex, you'll like this. Buenas tardes, buenas tardes, buenas noches. That's good afternoon, good evening, good night. I love this show. Very PlayStation friendly. Prediction for biggest deception or biggest disappointment for 2022. A la Madrid. There's some football fans on here today. So what... Is your so Alicia is asking, what do you think, or what's your prediction for the biggest disappointment of 2022? What do you think it will be, Alex? What do you think will be the biggest disappointment of 2022? Asim, what do you think? (laughs) You're gonna come to me, yeah. I have a feeling that Forspoken is not gonna be as good as we think it's gonna be. Hmm. You know, I was thinking that, you know, I was actually thinking, yeah, I think Forspoken might be a disappointment. Um, yeah, I mean, that's the first one that comes to mind. I mean, I also think Dying Light 2 might be a disappointment as well, but I mean, Forspoken would be, I guess, the bigger title of the two. Mm-hmm. Um, so Forspoken, and I won't put eFootball in there because that's a disappointment already, so it doesn't really matter. Um, so, um, <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say something different. I'm gonna say God of War Ragnarok, but not in the way you're thinking. I'm thinking for myself not playing God of War 2018 and then playing it, you know, the one shot, the new combat, the story, the relationship between father and son, the, the, the way it was done, it was groundbreaking. It was something new in the video game industry for narrative like driven games. Yeah. You know what I mean? And even if Ragnarok is just the same with prettier graphics and a new story, it's one of the best games ever made, right? For me, but it won't, as you mentioned, have the lightning in the bottle that the first game had. And I won't feel it until I'm playing it. And I'm going to be like, oh, my, I enjoyed that feeling of God of War 2018 more, maybe. I don't know. But I just feel like that is going to happen to me. 
And I think it will happen to a lot of people that they won't get that lightning in the bottle. Same thing in a way with some aspects of Horizon. Like, you know, the first time you play that game and you fight a giant flipping T-Rex robot for the first time and you figure out how to do it and you do it flawlessly, you're never going to have that feeling again. You know what I mean? And that to me would be a disappointment because the feeling I had playing God of War 2018 was something I'll never forget and it's why it's my greatest game of all time and I feel like I'm not going to have that with Ragnarok no matter how good Ragnarok is but I'm, I want to be wrong and but it's a disappointment but from a different aspect if you're talking about the proper proper disappointment mm. I think we're seeing it man with all these buyouts and stuff like that it's just like the creative freedom is getting destroyed uh, let's just say 10 cent buying more people let's just say that yeah <laughs> But I'm surprised that Microsoft got it because Tencent owned a big share of Activision as well, didn't they? And they sold. So really interesting. Mm. That's they it. had to help that Bobby uh, Kodak out, didn't they? Mm. <laughs> Definitely. Um, what about you, Alex? I used to stay quiet. No, I think you're right. I think, you know, um, or I guess a combination of both of you, really. Uh, Sorry, when you're talking about God of War, um, and as you were saying that, I was thinking about uh, Last of Us, you know, when that first came out. I mean, that was on, what, the PS3, right? The mm. first Last of Us. And then the second one was on the PS4. Um, I think right now we're in a unique position in terms of these sequels because it's being released on the same console. So essentially we don't actually have that generational improvement and it's so early in the game. So do they actually know exactly how to fully utilize the new power that the, the PS5 is capable of? You know, so I do think, and as I was watching uh, Horizon, even though it did look gorgeous, it looked amazing. You know, like, like I said repeatedly, it's all about the story right now because I don't really think they can really blow us away with the capabilities just yet because it's too early in the life cycle. You know, I mean, if we were talking about Horizon 3, yeah, then that's just going to be groundbreaking. I mean, that's just going to be built up from the ground up, right, the next generation. So it's going to be really hard, um, I think, any of the games coming out this year to really have that light in the bottle to really give us that, you know, that first impression as, you know, the others, the predecessors mm-hmm. did. Um, so that could happen. So that's what I'm hoping that they're just working, working on the quality of life of the games and improving the key things, which, again, as I keep re- repeating, is a story. The graphics could look prettier, but please give me something which is as deep and meaningful as, say, uh, Last of Us 2. You know, I mean, that story was fantastic. The second one was miles better than the first one you know so if they can what do I'm something hoping for like with that. Ragnarok it's what I'm hoping for yeah Definitely. so yeah fingers crossed fingers crossed nice mm. nice nice um I think that finishes up what a for, show for episode what so soon 81 there's plenty of stuff <laughs> yeah, but what um, we do have you know for uh for for people who want more of us there's the latest PSX coming soon so right there is indeed. So we're going to be recording our latest PSX episode, which is exclusive for our Patreons. You can help support the show and keep the show running by becoming a Patreon, getting loads of extra perks, such as early access each and every week, video versions, and obviously also um, the extra PlayStation show. And we've got a lot more perks coming for you in 2022. But uh, I'll pass it over to you, Asim, for our outros. Yeah, we'll finish it up. It's a bumper, bumper week. Some big, big news Let's see what news brings next week. Maybe, maybe uh, someone else will buy someone else. Who knows? Oh, yeah, somebody actually buys Microsoft. Like, <laughs> yeah. what? Nintendo buys Microsoft. What? <laughs> I feel so like we're living cool. in like a, a dream world, in like, yeah, like, yeah, like yeah, we're definitely. in the Matrix of gaming or something. I don't know. But yeah, that's been a bumper yeah, week, um, yeah. and it's it's been great to talk about it. But yeah, we will wrap up there. I'm, I'm sure we'll 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 have some more uh, great PlayStation news and banter. Uh, for next week as well I won't have a final word this week I'll leave the final word to one of you guys you know it too <laughs> you know it did. Uh, uh, yeah my, my final word would be uh, metaverse be prepared That's super it. hot oh yeah <laughs> super hot you're gonna say it like that you're gonna say it with a proper voice <laughs> with the echoes <laughs> but anyway, good, night. good night guys good night guys yeah bye 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 <laughs>